Yo, what's up, people? <laughs> what is Hello. that? That is the intro. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over it this evening, man. Uh, hi. Uh, Welcome to Drop Gears. I'm not going to introduce us. You see your names on the thing, but actually, oh no, wait, I do have to introduce us because there's there there's special people who want to listen to us on Spotify and all that garbage. Hi, my name's Imports. I head admin of Evo. Next, it's me, Lime. Hello, Vink. <laughs> We're Vink. all asleep today. <laughs> it was the actual one. Uh, yeah, okay, perfect, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm shorty. Yeah, together. <laughs> With their powers combined, we are Captain Planet or something of that effect. Um, I think for once we are the podcast trio. We are the podcast, yes. With evil in yeah. evil stuff. Yes. Hi, welcome everybody. Thank you for showing up. Uh, last time we forgot to mention, I'll mention it this time. Um, there is people live in the chat chatting, doing the chatting dings. Um, sometimes we will respond to them, uh, during the podcast, we will do our best to make sure to, uh, uh, say who wrote the message and what they wrote, uh, for the people who are listening on Spotify, because obviously you can't see us phys uh, physically, uh, you were just listening to us, uh, with your gamer ears. Um, so we will do our best, um, to do that. Yeah. I now, thought you didn't want to do that. I thought you only want to do it at the end. We we kind of did it in between. I don't really care. It's, it's last it's, time. But... We we just vibe whatever we want to do. So yeah, I for once actually it's sorry about that, but I don't even have the chat open today because uh, I have so certain health reasons. So it's better for me not to look at chat, <laughs> which yeah, sounds weird as fuck. <laughs> I'm still not gonna explain it because it's just, it's a story way too long. But anyway, I'm not looking into the chat. Maybe we can have a podcast just dedicated to your story. Yep. And raise there's, awareness. There's also a new email out that's uh, been literally prostituted around by uh, Sniffin, and it's the uh, new Stashport email. It's literally people just spamming my face with a mustache. But it's not even my mustache. It's a fake mustache. What is this? But, uh, is this because of the last podcast? I want to believe this is true. Uh, yeah, it's because I think no, was it because of the last? I think it was because of the last podcast because that's the first time people have seen me with like my actual like mustache. Do you still have it? I heard mm -hmm. rumors. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's still around. It looks actually progressively worse. Oh. So I, I'm looking very homeless right now. I need to like clean it I up hope, a I hope you only look you look like it. I hope you're not homeless yet. No. But, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe if the comments uh, and, and feedback that we got after last episode, uh, one day we will throw you out. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Talking too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to shut up. All right. No. So, uh, lime. Yeah, tell me. Uh, take it away. Um, well, like, <laughs> he doesn't know that uh -oh. took me by surprise. Man, I'm still asleep, I don't know why. I slept the whole evening, it's really bad. But yeah, we had to discuss the TM uh, World 2 Super Week recap. You guys watched the 
all the games. You have to. I, to... I thought you want to. <laughs> oh, see. I tried to watch as much as I could, but there were many moments where I had to get out, like uh, do things in real life things, and so I couldn't. But I saw a few matches. Uh, it surprised me, you know. Uh, I saw the level of uh, of the teams, and they weren't as as uh, like there were some discrepancies on uh, how well a team was doing and like, how well another team was doing. But the games overall were really good. I saw the level. Uh, I I believe there is more to come. It's it's gonna be interesting. What do you guys oh, think? Yeah. I also didn't watch that much to be honest. I, I tried I, I I mean you know why, but I I, I kinda struggled I struggled with that a little bit as well. So mm. I, I tried to watch as many matches as I could. I watched I think three matches or so. Um the, yeah, it's, the matches it's, that oh no continue. The, yeah the matches are really I feel like the, the new format and everything it's just making sense. Like, obviously, I was a little bit distracted by watching everything, but overall, I I do like everything about it. I think I think we could we could argue and discuss and and uh, I don't know what you thought about it or think about it, but an ace giving you three to zero points is a lot. But to be fair, I, I don't I'm not even sure if it's a good or a bad thing. Like personally, from from gameplay like player point of view, I would probably as a player would not like it. But for the spectator point of view, I think it's pretty, pretty nice, and it can lead to, and it can be interesting. You know, it, 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 it's a so and so thing. Like some round, some some matches or some maps will be better because of it, and some maps may be a bit boring because of it. That's that's kind of my takeaway from that. But it's totally fair. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. Hmm? You have a 50-50 in that regard. It's either way, it's going to be like super uh, interesting, exciting and stuff. And then it's going to be like, oh, yeah, it, this is what we expected, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm not sure how to feel about that in particular. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind if it would be 2-0 instead of 3-0 only. Because mm. uh, that's, that's big of, enough of a gap anyway. Like if you if if you do a win, then you get two to one, so you you basically gain one point on the opponents. But if you ace, you get three instead of two. Yeah. I, I, sure. Why not? Uh, I didn't dislike it, but I also didn't especially <laughs> like it. Like matches can it, it? I don't know. It can like you can go from a really close. Um, maybe let's say if it's five five. Um, yeah, or even worse, it's six six. And all of a sudden, a really close map uh, after one ace is basically going to be over instantly already. Instead of taking like two or three more rounds and being closer, it's it's like those kind of scenarios could happen. But otherwise, on the on the flip side, of course, you, one team could be far behind and because of an ace, be back in the match again. So it, th- it it's so and so. It's both kind of. I think the bigger like problem more than anything else is the fact that. Um... There's no punishment for not finishing. Um, there were way too many games where they were decided, or like just each round is decided solely based on the first three people finishing, and the last person doesn't really matter. 
Um, so oftentimes you would see every single round, the first three people finishing and you would just see the last person typically like quote unquote, try to finish, but not enthusiastically, um, or sometimes just DNFing in general, um, which was very anticlimactic and boring. So for me personally, I think what would, what would be a better change is forcing a penalty if you don't finish so if you don't mm. finish it well right now the way the points go is that uh um if, I, if my brain will properly remind remind itself it's four points for uh, right or no no it's three points for first two points for second one point for third and then zero for fourth you would just all, the all system those looks no yeah but that shouldn't be really the case the the issue of a draw isn't necessarily the problem it's the issue is that it makes fourth place like absolutely useless and i think you should make fourth place worthwhile so you players should be forced to get a draw if you if that fourth place player does not um get that last place position and they just dnf then the other team should get a victory at that point that's my opinion. Because we're at we're in the we're in the like, yeah 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 no yeah. I totally get that. I, I, it's not I didn't really focus on that, but I did notice it as well, and I didn't particularly like it. It, it didn't annoy me as much as it did you, apparently. But <laughs> it, it didn't really it, annoy me. It was just no, I know, no, I know. It's definitely it's definitely a negative that you don't have to finish necessarily but i i guess they they kind of maybe maybe they have that rule so if one player is like really far behind you don't have an extra 20 seconds at the end of the round where you watch someone trying to finish which on that level if he wants to finish he probably will finish anyway yeah. uh, so you can go quicker to the next round that actually matters again. Maybe that was the idea behind it, but just just rule wise, I just don't like it as well. I, I agree there that you should you should be forced to finish, or other, the other way around, you should be penal. There should be a penalty for not finishing. I mean, the idea of the whole competition and the, it's to finish. You know, it's it's always the same thing. So not finishing in, in a competition like this just because it doesn't impact the end, the, the end result of the point is just contradictory to what they are trying to portray as a competition. No. It just, just because it doesn't give you a point, it doesn't alter the end result. Oh, okay, I'm not finishing. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to put all the pressure on my teammate so he can get A's all the time as uh, some teams were doing on the regionals. And then, then that's it, you know. Uh, I, I think and uh, I believe that it would be a great idea to maybe penalize or at least make it a draw when uh, you got your teammate at first and then the opposite team uh, on the second and then the last one. It ha has to do something. It, it cannot be just that. It's, uh, it's too empty, you know. I guess How do you like it overall? Is like this something that I voice. didn't think when uh, when they show out the the point system? I was like, oh yeah, it makes totally sense, you know. But when uh, you see it actually in competition, it's like, mm, maybe this could have been uh, work around better. 
you know, or maybe that was the end decision that they were like, yeah, this is going to be the best of the best. Uh, who well, knows? I have a question. Mm -hmm. um, there, I think majority of the entire community agrees, competitive, casual, you name it, pretty much, agrees that Trackmania World Tour is like a really good thing and the competition is a great step forward, but the execution is missing. Would you both be more inclined to make changes as you go along? Or are you the type of individual that's, we made the format the way it is, that's how it's going to be, and then we're going to wait a full year before if we want to do any changes? I believe on the, the change. Uh, yeah, the, the faster that you do the changes, the better. You know, yeah. If you, you're seeing that the thing is not working at the moment, why would you wait a year, you know, in, in order to change it? It's better to practice now that Trackmania is in, uh, in baby steps, you know. It's a way better to do to, to as many changes now so you don't make the mistake later in the future when the game is established and, and everyone already knows the rules, you know. It's uh, in League of Legends, something like that happened, and they are still waiting to, to make uh, uh, format changes, and you see that the community is not happy with it and waiting so long. So I believe that the faster that you make the changes, the better. You have more room to uh, make mistakes, you know, and people are not going to be mad at you for trying. <laughs> uh, if you can make a change immediately, then obviously you should do it. Uh... Obviously, there are certain things and certain rules that probably in the middle of a competition, you can't change those anymore because that would impact or have an impact on the already played matches, at least in this kind of league format, you know, like you can't just, for example, change the structure of how matches are going to be played now because you already played matches in a certain way before. Well, it, it depends, really, like some, some like point system, for example, you could still tweak that. I, I feel like, but it's maybe a bit controversial with point system already, but other stuff like behind the scenes stuff, uh, if you can, if you notice something is there, is wrong there, or if, if you find a mistake on a map after, after first matches, you're obviously going to fix those anyway. Like that's already has been done um, before. But what I wonder, <laughs> you're asking that question, is there something that you would like change now? Like, is there like a big, <laughs> Like, no, because it sounds as if you like absolutely don't like the new system or something like that. No, 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 no. Uh, I think for me, my, my major criticisms rely in like the regional tournaments and everything, not so much in Team GL itself. Um, so that's that's another topic entirely. Uh, like for me, it would make more sense because like we were talking with the uh, with the last place being useless and everything. Mm. That would be a change I would make immediately. Because that's really anti-climatic for the viewers that can affect potentially viewership numbers that could affect um, the way people view um, the competition in some ways, especially if it's like down to the wire um, where it's really close, but then it's already decided because <laughs> the first three people finished. And so it doesn't like I, I think that would be like something that I would change. Um, but then follow up question, 
I can't, I won't. Uh, I have to bring up the drama because it, it exists. And if you didn't know, if you if you do live under a rock, here I got I got you. I, I'm here for you. Um, there. What would you do as a turn tournament organizer if a participating organization was being detrimental potentially? to your brand um, with how they were behaving, streaming your game um, and just overall the lack of respect for the game and the community. I guess so maybe we should also name it. Uh, the, the, you mean the cast from G1? The, not just the single cast, but both casts. Okay, yeah, can I you did, give I, me more context? Because I actually didn't listen to that. At the, I don't know what happened. So I cannot have an opinion if I didn't, uh, I didn't listen. Sorry, I live under a rock. <laughs> it makes sense because also the people that are listening to us, they are yeah. not necessarily aware of it. Like, so, you so, know, so. Yeah, all ahead. right. I, I got you. So um, there's no clips, uh, but uh, basically... All you need to do is just go watch a G1 stream for five minutes, five to 10 minutes. Give yourself, mm -hmm. uh, give yourself five to 10 minutes. Um, you will see immediately that the stream will consist of, uh, well, it depends on which one you go to. So you have your main stream, which I believe is Odablock. He is a RuneScape uh, streamer um, known to be pretty um, extra, I guess would be, or ex East eccentric would be the term i guess would be the better term to use so he's very eccentric um has a very specific kind of uh, viewer base that enjoys chaos i guess would be would be the best term um so you have him and then you have the g1 live stream which would be the ceo um who is uh, savage i believe is his name um who who is running the g1 live and that stream um, will consist of him messing with settings, not being able to get into the match, and then ultimately streaming Odablock stream uh, as the uh, as the stream. So Odablock is streaming the actual game. He's actually in the actual match um, with his with what he set as his. And, I, and I'm not joking. There's images. It's literally everywhere. You can just find it. Um, and, and like Trackmania Discord, there's a huge discussion in it in the Trackmania Discord in the TMWT general channel um, where Odablock uh, had his game title set to Trashmania oh. for a solid uh, part of an hour or so um, before finally, uh, I, I think it was Softy who DM'd him and said, why are you not uh, changing this? Um, there was... There was that, and then there was um, tobacco usage, like uh, uh, like massive tobacco usage. By the way, Trackmania, I, I know majority of us are adults, but Trackmania is a game that is technically uh, geared towards children. Yeah. Um, so to, to <laughs> tobacco use in general, it, the, they were using dip, tobacco use. I, I don't care about swearing in general, 
but excessive swearing, especially when you're representing a brand, a community, and a game, is something that I think is entirely unprofessional in this regard. And so we're talking excessive swearing, literally dropping like F-bombs like every five, uh, five seconds, not even five minutes, but every five seconds. Um, what else? There's a list. <laughs> you know, when now it's uh, the job that I have is like, uh, isn't that Trackmania how to do a uh, research of the brand they did not that they tried they did not they they didn't do that i mean why why what you're telling me now what he did what they did on the stream to me is like they didn't even uh, try to do a research on uh, these people that are on um, on the TMGL, you know, it's, it doesn't even make sense to have an organization that is uh, tearing down your game. Like, why do you have them? Yeah, it's, it... Uh, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, for me, as an uh, as if I was Trackmania, I will probably reach out to them, uh, say, "Hey, this is not good," and if they don't change anything, uh, penalties, you know. And in the end, if they truly don't give a fuck about it, just get out of the get out of the tournament you know because you cannot have a team like that oh yeah they don't know so uh, another uh, aspect of it that production reminded me which i should have i should remember because i'm part of the person the group that got donut walled it's not like they didn't have people reach out to them to try to help them have a decent production. So one, their production was also garbage. They like literally messing with their stream settings. They couldn't get anything going uh, for the first like, uh, like especially the first day on Saturday, they were having trouble getting into the game. Savage wasn't mm -hmm. able to uh, get into the game on the second day. So he ended up stream streaming the sh a POV of Odeblock stream, which is. Uh, um, it's funny, very funny. I mean, not really funny, but how 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 much inter you can literally uh, everything you said, obviously. But if you opened the stream, you would have noticed that his camera was positioned at the top left, which is exactly where the round scores show, like in which um, order the players finished, which is basically like so. Just by the positioning of the camera already, he basically showed that he doesn't know and doesn't care about it at all like how how do you position the camera there how do you not notice at least that like what the fuck like that's so some basic really stuff that is not even trackmania related oh my god no they they didn't that they yeah so it, a bunch of sh streamers casters including myself and other notable casters such as g geek and turbo and a couple others tried tried to reach out to g1 i personally wrote and i mean i shared my stuff with uh, turbo saying hey like we really are interested in knowing what g1's plan for tmgl is um and you know we would love to be able to help out everybody got donut walled nobody received a response uh, not, uh thank you production for bringing out uh an, an important part of being part of TMGL and TMWT in general is that all participants and production brought up a, a, a rule book and I'm going to read this little section for you guys. All participants of the track mini world tour are expected to behave in an appropriate and respectful manner towards other participants, spectators and the admins and avoid any conduct which interrupts or disrupts the general flow of the tournament. 
Players and team representatives must always act professionally and may not curse, taunt, or use vulgar or inappropriate language. Players and team representatives are expected to treat all members of Trackmania World Tour staff and sponsors with respect. What we saw last weekend was yes, no respect at all uh... was missing entirely. And the and when uh, interviewed, I will say a short interview. I went into G uh, Savages, the CEO's chat, and just asked a simple question. I said, "Hey, what was your plan? Uh, uh, what was occurring with uh, your guys's plan for casting? There were a lot of casters who were willing to help you with uh, production uh, at free or little cost." And quote, and I literally, and I quote, he said. We don't need no casters. We are enough. That, oh, yeah. And then uh, there's another section here that says lack of respect and provocation, including verbal insults or insulting gestures or defamation. It's also not allowed. Yeah, and in, in, in moments like this, I mean, what you've seen in all their games when stuff like this happens usually comes with... Um, penalties you know usually the organizations uh uh post a communique saying hey what well, we did is not good and i try to work on it for the better next time blah 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 but if this the, the organization itself doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to improve or do anything then i think the best idea is just to get rid of them because uh or an organization like that that is just here for fun and tearing down the game, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. You know, they, I think that they're taking this as a joke and not as professional, professionally. No, yeah, professional as, as it should be. So when um, when stuff like that happens, you know, you just have to cut ties with organizations like that, and hopefully, organizations like this shouldn't even exist in the first time. Really don't know what what their plan was as well. I feel I I don't know. I, there wasn't I think, a plan. Yeah, maybe there just wasn't a plan, especially for the stream. I mean, they they must have been interested in Trackmania to some degree at least, because why why else would they decide? Hey, let's let's go into Trackmania. Like there must be some interest there, and I I I highly assume they are paying for the players so financially already. There must be. I think they just don't care about the cast, maybe. But, uh, I mean, here's what I think what Nadeo is going to do. Obviously, I don't expect any public statement from Nadeo because that's not how Nadeo works. That just, no, you, they don't. You, you, yeah, exactly. You, you, don't really, you don't really get public statements for these things. And if you get them, you get them like... No, no, no. But I meant that's like their organization, G1, saying, hey... Uh, we got your feedback, you know, we, we noticed that we did something wrong and it wasn't uh, liking by the public and I'm going to do, I don't know, we're going to work and try to do better better next time. But... That's all you have to do. It. You can't just kick them out instantly. Yeah. I mean, I've, they're just going to, I think Nadeo is going to tell, I mean, the Softie apparently already DM'd him about the title stuff um, or whoever was that. They're definitely going to tell them, and uh, I don't know if they're even going to find them for that. I don't know. I mean, they must have some contract between Nadeo and NG1, and maybe they're going to find them for that. I, I, I probably would. Yeah, I do. <laughs> if I can. You know, it, it, 
I mean, it was so bad. It, it, like, it's it's not like they they did some something wrong here or like a small not small thing, but you know what I mean. Like, maybe um, like apparently he also didn't even talk about Trackmania, but uh, about other games all this time. Like, imagine he would have done a more or less normal cast, like not not a title, like normal title, um, normal camera setup. And then just not talking about Trackmania. That would be for me a small thing where I would be like, yeah, um, please stop doing that. But with so much wrong at the same time and some of it like being really major, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely want to have a chat with them about that for sure. Yeah. Well, the the like uh, Kisla Kisla wrote in the chat, and I'll read what, what he said. He said, I was watching one of their streams on Rocket League afterwards. And it was a nice uh, professional cast, so it's only track media that they don't seem to care about. I also watched that, and I noticed I was like, "Wow, the Rocket League uh, cast is really uh, nice compared to what what dumpster fire I I saw on uh, over the weekend." So it yeah, it just seems like a really weird move. I mean, as G one G one comes from a Halo Call of Duty background, like I mentioned last weekend, and they have NFL money. Um, but how they got to Trekmania is a question, uh, is completely unknown. We don't know if they approached Nadeo or Nadeo was desperate to find a North American team to at least have uh, check the representation mark and like reach out to them. I don't think Nadeo would ever do that, but you never know. Um, but yeah, it's just the whole relationship is really weird. And the fact that they have so little care or regard for our community and just like care just to find out what our community does. I mean, the stream in general was like Oda Block or, or Savage being like, bro, why are these? It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny when uh, when they were going in warm up, uh, like I think it was on Saturday when they were doing warm ups. I could you not, I think it was Savage, the CEO, was like, bro, look at this other team being so disrespectful. They're driving around in circles doing warm-up while our team is taking it seriously during warm-up and driving the track. If you don't know what Trackmania is, you know that <laughs> nobody gives a crap about the warm-up. <laughs> not knowing that, though. Like, that's, that, that, that's for me is fine. You know, like, it's the first cast. I don't expect them... To necessarily know that, like, if I would be, I kind of feel like probably Oda didn't even want to stream Trickmania, but because the Nadio requires each orc to have their own stream, he kind of got forced into that. So they were like, yeah, well, let's just, yeah, fuck it, let's just pull it through, or I don't know. Um, but if I would have to cast a game that I don't know, I would play the game. Maybe I would watch some old esports, but mm. you're not gonna find out about the warm up stuff. It feels so that's, like so that's fine for me. It feels like they were just ah oh, yeah, we have to cast this game. How is it called? Trackmania. Oh yeah, yeah, Trackmania. What they do? What? Like the whole stream was like question mark all over the place and just tearing down the game. It seems to me by were you guys talking about what it happened there? So it's like why are you in this game where you don't even care? Like what is the point? What's the point of doing that? 
Scanning one, they only cared about what with the branding on the sign. I think they were more obsessed with branding than anything else. They're like, oh, look at that sick branding on the sign. It would be great to have G1 branding on the sign. So uh. I think so whoever pointed i think it was you lime who said it was about like the branding thing and like just getting their name out yeah it definitely was i, I think that's because that's all they talked about the branding and like how great their g1 car skin was yeah but um, as a pr person i the branding that they're trying to make with truck media now it's just going down but what they like, did yeah, on this stream you know Right now, if you ask me, oh, what do you think about G1? It's like, why an organization that doesn't even care about a game, you know, stuff I, like that. Last funny thing that I just now remembered, there's a screenshot, maybe Sniffin has it, maybe you can post it in chat. Um, there is a screenshot that that from Odeblock's stream of his moderator coming in. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Odeblock stream or maybe it was G1 live stream. It, it doesn't matter either way. Same same work. Moderator comes in and he and he legit says, "What is this Mario Kart from Wish shit?" <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm very interested to see how that is going to pan out oh. because that's definitely not the last box going there. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be interesting yeah. to watch this weekend. So, like, if you have time, just uh, hop over in that stream for five to ten minutes. And uh, I mean, I personally, personally, I don't want to see G. So, uh, put to put it in perspective, I don't want G one to um be bullied. Like, I oh, think no, of course and, not. And I don't, and I don't want like G one to stay in this route. I want G1 to actively give a crap and I want them to make the changes necessary to have a decent stream. If they want to have Savage and Oda block still, fine, whatever. If they want to be a little chaotic, that's also fine. But do your due diligence and understand what this community is at least and understand that we can't just be like, it, like you can't just like disregard the community and how everything is also don't call it a cast i it, a watch party is not a cast call it a watch party yeah or find somebody that is actually interested in the game like obviously i think there should be a statement apologizing for that because the disrespect but if if your streamer doesn't want to stream the game yeah well then maybe find someone else that actually wants to stream it yeah. and, and cast it you know like i also wouldn't wouldn't be i, I wouldn't be very happy about having to cast a game I know nothing about and and don't, basically don't care about. But even then, you wouldn't do it like that, of course. But then, just maybe find someone that wants to do it. It's it's you know it's a it's a great opportunity for somebody, and I feel like it's wasted if if that's the result and if that's. I mean, they kind of showed how, at least he himself, you know, would basically showed how much he cares about Trick Mania. So. I kind of feel like no, no matter how and what you're gonna tell him, it's not like all of a sudden, oh, now I like the game. Like I don't, I kind of feel like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yes. So we're moving into the results. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the results now. We're we're done with this subject. I'm I'm happy now. Wait, I, Actually, I, I, will, I, will show I wonder. What, I wonder. What, <laughs> no, I wonder what before before we move on to the matches. I want to say because it it really sounded like we're kind of chilling on it. But I really wanted to say that even while I had like limited 
Um, I, I didn't watch that much, and I was kind of not fully focused on the matches because other stuff. I've, I'm really happy about this season, and I'm really happy about the format, and I'm really, really fucking glad that we finally have something that is competitively fair for the players, and at the same time also interesting to watch, because we've waited quite a bit for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to shame Nadir for taking so long, because it's not, it's not easy. Uh, finding the mixture that they wanted to find, but I feel like we finally found it, and I'm just happy from from player, not only from player point of view, but also from spectator, uh, looking at social media and everything like that as well. Like if you scroll through Twitter, I, I feel like it's it interests me way more now that it's mm. fair than before, because before yeah. I was like, oh well, whatever. It's because everyone, if you know about Trackmania, then you knew that the formats weren't ideal and that stuff. You know, at least before the finals, you know, like the, the group stage, uh, I mean, I'm calling it group stage, but it's not group stage, but you know what I mean. It, it just, nobody really give a, gave a fuck about it that much, I feel like. Yeah. And I now, think... now, you can, now I think you can actually start to grow on that and not have to change and find a new format each time because the, the one you tried didn't, didn't end up working and now, now it finally does. I mean, I think everybody agree like and I mentioned it before. I think everybody agrees that the format in general and the and the move for uh TMWT is is great. And I'm I'm also of the exact same opinion as you. I'm very happy with how the like things have turned for Trackmania esports. I think it's very exciting. Uh, and I th and I think it's really just down to the execution, more just the execution of the rules more than anything else. I think that's everybody's gripes. It's just mainly the rules. You have a rule book, and the rule book is rather than it being a physical and useful rule book, it's more subjective. Where where some rules are taken seri taken seriously and others are not. And then sometimes rules that are in the rule book don't even matter and they they don't exist after two weeks because an individual decided they don't want they don't care anymore or now a new rule is added because individual usually it's not new rules. But um, that goes into the uh, regional tournaments happened this last weekend. It was mm -hmm. the Middle East Africa region and the North and North Central and South America region. And uh, we have our first uh, region Let's up go here. Chile. Yeah, and you ha you have uh, the Middle East Africa region, and uh, there were only <laughs> there were only six teams that uh, participated. To be fair, that's that's kind of expected. Majority coming from Turkey, and then I think there was one Moroccan player and several South African players, if I remember correctly. Um, but the winners were F10, that was Birdie and uh, Semko, Chemko, I believe it was. Um, Birdie, TM, and Chemko, uh, who won an F10. And then second place was also another Turkish team, Molotov Gaming. Uh, those really were the two main competitive duos of the entire tournament anyways. Um, so that is the result for that one. Uh, did anybody watch this at all, or was it just me? No, I, 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 I watched. Okay, so. I, I watched. Uh, I, I watched the uh, the the evil cast for a little bit, but uh, after I think maybe half an hour or so, I stopped. I actually yeah. didn't know the schedule for this, and then suddenly I was watching uh, the originals from the North American, South American, and I saw a game, um, a friend playing it, and I was like, okay, 
Well, we're gonna stay here, I guess. I, I watched it like until the end, but uh, no, uh, MA regional, I, I, I couldn't watch it. I didn't know. To be fair, um, apart from the EU region, the other two regions are definitely behind, mm. in, at least in Trackmania. Like, you have maybe a couple of uh, special players, but overall, Trackmania used to be EU based for so long, and only yes. with the new game now, the uh, North America, like America in general, is, uh, is, is getting like actual big. And uh, all the other regions are just, it's not the focus of it. I, I mean, Nadir is uh, a French company. Um, you know, I don't think they are marketing the game anywhere outside of Europe if they are even marketing at all. I feel like, I mean, that's why you have the esports scene, right? Like, that's the marketing. So um, it's may, maybe in a couple of years, you're going to have like some really fucking good uh, players from America um, giving, giving, the others, you know, will run for the money. But overall, right now, the proceed is still mainly based in, EU, in the EU. And that's what we are also going to see in the EU regionals this weekend. It's going to yeah. be way more competitive. Yeah, I mean, in a way, you're right. I mean, it is still very much EU-centric. I mean, uh, a production posted uh, the stat in chat. Uh, Middle Eastern, uh, Middle East Africa only had six teams. North, Amer North Central South America had... 22 teams and eu is already at 100 plus teams registered it's going to be a very big long tournament this weekend that's mm -hmm. starting on saturday that's actually um, going to be super long right yeah it's i mean it's going to be it's going to be over two days and i think the original plan was to have a double elimination but i think it's only going to be single elimination which kind of sucks for somebody like uh for for all, pretty much all the teams because uh if I mean, luckily it's a best of five, but still, if you if you get unlucky in your matching and your seeding and everything, and seeding is completely based upon your matchmaking rating between you and your teammate and the the average of your matchmaking rating, um, which a lot of teams have not taken that seriously. So there's going to be uh, there's some teams that have already decided that they are just going to get gold one and then. Um, play offline and and scrim and uh hunt offline the entire time so there's going to be several several no. teams that are going to be really in a weird seed but may be in a better position i mean evo for example in uh, ncsa evo did not play uh matchmaking at all they were the very bottom seed um but and it, and it really did mess up matchmaking all around because the seeding in North America and NCSA was like really weird. But to your topic about the uh, uh, the uh, NA scene, there's a lot of North American orgs showing interest, especially this year coming into TMWT, uh, and and they're picking up random duos in North America. We we've seen Damascus Gaming come in, Final Form uh, came in. Um, from South America, I, although it's kind of weird, I don't understand the whole, uh, like, uh, reason behind it, but, uh, Ninjas in Pajamas, it picked up a Brazilian duo. Um, so yeah, there's some interesting moves, especially, uh, okay. with that, but this is this year and especially this format is perfect for 
pushing new uh, new teams forward into North America. And I think a lot mm. of teams, especially from like smaller mid mid major like uh, games like Rocket League, the majority of these teams are from Rocket League. So I think they are kind of trying to move into the space. And I think that may have something to do with um, Hunted and Leechy. I don't know what kind of influence they have, but they are Rocket League casters. That's where they come from. Um, and maybe they have some type of influence in regards to that and brought it over here as well so yeah i could read up their audience uh because usually when you, when you have audience and you have supporters they support you everywhere you go so if their main main audience was a rocket league they probably were interested in uh in trackmania and uh, they also probably know more organizations and they were like hey you know what we're gonna have this uh, tournament we can send uh, a team from our our organization, see what happens, see how it goes, and just just try it out just for the sake of trying and not expecting anything more, you know? That's why it's pretty uh, similar. Mm. I could I, I I remember when Rocket League came out, uh, the first couple of months and probably even now a lot of really good Trackmania players were also kinda good at Rocket League and it, mm-hmm. Usually, if you played for like one evening, the chances were there that you would find someone in matchmaking, and you're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> I know this guy from Trackmania." Yep. <laughs> so that happened multiple times and very often, and I feel like that's also maybe in the viewer base and in the, the kind of headspace in general that Trackmania and and Rocket League are very similar games. Obviously, with Rocket League, you, yeah. you do have at least some kind of strategy that in Trackmania is very minimal, but. Um, overall, I mean, it's very skill-based games. It's both about cars. It, you know, I, I feel like if you're if you're having a Rocket League team, then obviously it means you kind of like Rocket League or are interested in Rocket League, and the same probably goes with Trackmania. Then because the games are pretty close, the chances are like... high that if you like one, you also maybe like the other. Yeah, I feel like with Trackmania, it's gonna happen something similar that happened with CS:GO and Valorant, for example. Many CSGO pros and people, you know, um, start uh, migrating to Valorant and they also start, their people start migrating as well. So maybe with Rocket League, it's going to be the same. Many people uh, that are iconic in their game, it's going to come to Trackmania and that also is going to have like a migration of people, of new people, of new pro players that are going to come to Trackmania as well. And I don't see that something being bad, you know. It's gonna give us uh, a huge door uh, to be observed, you know, to be like attention. It's gonna have a lot of attention. And uh, since the two games are so similar, I-, I think the level is gonna it's gonna keep up. I think from now on, Trackmania is just going up. It, I, I, it's it's really hard for me to see Trackmania going down from now on with uh, how the tournament is going, how are they organizing everything. Uh, I, I like what I see, you know, and uh, seeing all this organization at least trying, you know, putting their names out there, putting their players out there, and then seeing what's happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, you brought up an interesting point, though, uh, with the relation between like Rocket League and Trackmania. They both hit the same genre. They are both arcade spoofs, essentially, 
of the real sport, right? You have the arcade racing game, Trackmania, and you have the arcade soccer game, Rocket League. So uh, just kind of thought about that when, when, when you were bringing the relationship to kind of just bring it all together. So they both they both hit it. They call it soccer because you know american soccer, soccer. anyway no i might say football you, i mean you're not you're not I, I mean i'm i'm obviously born and raised in germany um did you i, I mean i don't it's i think the the original for not not rocket league but the original game the the, the name is way too long of of that game oh um, but oh it's an uh, old like... playstation game like that's what it's based off i think that's even older but for so many people well, like at least in Germany, there, there was uh, from t there was this game show in, uh, in in TV where they put real cars and one big inflated ball. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I they literally that. did. They, what they basically did is they made Rocket League in real life before Rocket League existed, but the the other game before Rocket League existed. So, but still, like that's that's like I always have to think about that. Like especially when you try to to make that reference to football. That uh, in my head, I see I see me as a I don't know 13, 14 year old boy before the TV watching two two grown up men in sitting in a in cars and just ramming against the ball and trying to shoot goals with that. That's basically what Rocket League is, just as a game. And yep. and maybe a bit more complex. And yeah. a bit Super more... Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle oh, yes. Cars was the name. Amazing what name, by the name, way. Dude? Yeah. <laughs> I think Saab or something like that is the short term. Or... Uh, yeah, Sarbs is the, is yeah, the acronym. Like yeah, really ugly. I'm glad they just changed it to Rocket League. That was a smart uh, PR move for that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, that, uh, so the NA results, um, Damascus won. Uh, they came in first. That was kind of no surprise there. That is the duo of Nixotica and Neil. They are the favorite for North America. Oh, they're, really? Yeah, so they're the favorite for North America. They're the uh, number one seed, unsurprisingly. Second is a bit controversial, 100% Canadians, and it's a joke because they're not actual Canadians. They are French players who are just happening to be studying in Canada. Mm. Um, they're not even Quebec. Oh. Uh, that, that, I was confused as well. I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember that guy being Canadian. Yeah, that's that's basically like me vibe saying I'm German. So <laughs> is that allowed? Because I actually had the I actually had the doubt because oh wait, I can well right now I'm living in Germany, so I can change my country to Germany, but I'm not German. So uh, is that allowed about the game? Because I think this it is matters where you them. live. So in this case, although for me it it's it's weird as a content creator, right, or a caster, where like if I were to be like in the TMGL bubble, which I am, um, if if they required a regional lock per se, I mean technically because I'm not a player, it wouldn't really matter. But I could either apply as an American or as a European because I'm physically in Europe, but I'm still an American. Um, and I think this is kind of the case for the 100% Canadian duo. They could have played in Europe because they are both French citizens. But I think Nadio opted to go for the local route so if you are living in that area that is where you are supposed to be um mm -hmm. 
So I think in that that's why they are they are in here, um, which to them I think is beneficial for them because they get the benefits of being French players with that with the culture of being very competitive and having that skill that race skill level compared to other nationalities. I think within Trackmania, I think Germany has it too, but just not to the to the beehive that France uh, the the French community is, um, and then you have the advantage of having a smaller region and not so, uh, sorry, it's true, not so skilled region such as NCSA, uh, yeah, where it's, uh, it's, it's more free, free reign. I mean, you have 100% Canadians, you had Air Green, which is an interesting duo that was Meloya and, oh man, what's the other guy's name? He's Brazilian. Um, Manu? Manox. Manox, there we go. Uh, Manox and Air Green, final form, is uh oof, um the the name is escaping me yes nova star and um who's the other person i can't think of the other person we did the ah nova star and hondro hello hondro like well known uh, like pretty well known american player so nova star and hondro in my opinion honestly they would be second seed um, and I think really everybody expected Final Form and Damascus to be at the end, but the way seeding landed, Damascus and Final Form met up in uh, the Final Four um, on the upper bracket side. So unfortunately for them, they were uh, they they met too early, and I think they would have ended up playing against each other. Then you have Halcyon uh, uh, Halcyon Dairy, which was man, they're. It's North and Hydro, North and Hydro and Halcyon Dairy. And then the other teams, the air teams are a bunch of South American players. There's some Chile players in there. Come on. Uh, I mean, there's so many, there's so many South American (laughs) players in the air team. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't too impressed by any of them. Yeah, it's Uh, not. And Charles, they're both really good. Come on. And then we have Doggery and Camper. And then there was a bunch of Argentinians that I actually don't know, but I'm going to say this uh, really biased opinion, Nat and Charles, and they they are uh, our representants, and I'm really happy for their uh, performance. I was cheering up for them. I'm really happy that I I didn't got banned from the chat for saying so many uh, things in Spanish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think overall that they were necessarily worse compared to the rest of the rest of competition, especially like Charles and Nats from Air White. I think they were like the most competitive South American yeah, duo. Yeah. Uh, them and uh, Air Green, although Air Green's like uh, Meloyage Jamaican and uh, Manox is Brazilian. But I mean, those were like they were fairly competitive. Air Green finished third tied with final form. So I think overall they did a good job. There were some teams in the lo- like uh, in the lower bracket that could have made it but didn't. Like I think Evo could have made it had uh, Don't Care actually trained. Um, yeah, yeah bought it. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, well he. <laughs> He he did care in a way, but at the same time, it, it was funny because like the realization dawned on him. He's like, "Oh, maybe I should have trained, and we actually would have done really well." And then he felt oh bad really? Afterwards. And <laughs> yeah, honestly, he should have felt bad because it was kind of embarrassing to have us, our team, being highlighted on the very last game 
against Halcyon Blue, I think it was, and or maybe it was Halcyon Dairy, but like having that game highlighted and then don't care messing up on back and forth, not knowing the actual start. That was kind of a yayo type of moment. So <laughs> um, Even that is good. Uh, to be fair, he started a new job. Uh, yeah, I guess real life priorities, gross, disgusting, not allowed. But, <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Uh, you should have at least, you know, tried the maps to know the way. He could have looked at a ghost. That, that should be, you know, that, that should at least be the minimum, like the minimum amount of train where you can at least he... compete. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise it's kind of... It, I get that he didn't have time. I'm, I'm not saying that he should have uh, allocated his time differently. I'm not him. Uh, I don't know how it was for him. But he, he could have watched the world record. You would have yeah. at least want, like, technically speaking, you at least want that minimum amount of train where you can at least, you know, like, finish without a crash. Like, that's can... basically the minimum that you usually want to do. And everything, ex everything above that is uh, depending on how dedicated you are. It don't don't care is a level uh, as a is very skilled player and it drives me nuts especially with some North American players and this is why I dislike my region in general, um is because it's a four four one region and just the approach to gaming and competitive nature which is really weird because Americans are very competitive but when it comes to like the younger generation of competitive I say younger they're like in their like early mid twenties both of them uh, DC and CD. But, uh, like, there is a very laissez-faire, like, kind of like, eh, whatever, bro, is gonna happen, whatever happened, happens, which is, like, in a way, a really good way to, like, mentally approach it, but it sucks when it comes to, like, the people who are taking it, like, giga seriously, um, and... It, sometimes it, it's a clash. So for both CD and DC, for them as a duo, they're perfectly fine. But if like if if they were matched with anybody else, like if CD was matched, I think CD matched with like a super competitive player. I think that was fine because CD actually trained. If DC was matched with a competitive player who took it way too seriously, that would have been an instant clash immediately. And I think overall, just five to ten minutes on a on a, a per map, you're talking ten naps. And you're really, if you're just going to auto ban one map, uh, that's nine maps that you have to spend nine minutes. So maybe a 45 minute session of just discovering all the maps. All you need is five to 10 minute per map. And a player of DC's caliber who is very just inevitably, inevitably is not the word, but inherently is the word I'm looking for, inherently skilled at the game where he's able to pick things up very rapidly and just understand the mechanics because he's been playing the game for so long. That's all he needed to spend was 45 minutes to get accustomed to every single part of the game. Mm -hmm. He could look at the records. So in my opinion, there is no excuse. Anyways. Um... Well, hopefully for the next regional, he can do that. Let's, let's just hope that. But Yeah, hopefully for the next regional, which he said he felt bad. Um, and he is going to train more. Whether that happens or not, we will see. Um, yeah. Uh, very funnily. For my, yeah, my South American team. I, I I mean, since we're talking about stats, maybe just just maybe I, I'm I'm I know I'm I'm uh, I'm going very experimental with this, but since we talked about uh, how how the regionals went, maybe we should also talk about how the actual Dragon World Tour went. <laughs> just maybe. Yeah, we can um, we can go over that. That's cool. cool. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's it's 
obviously, even if it was the Super Weekend, you had more matches than you usually would have. Like, you had to double the amount. Um, it's it's basically nothing is decided yet because it's super close. You have BDS as the only team that won both matches. And then you have basically... I don't I don't remember now at the top of my head who was the team that didn't like like lost both. Or was it Sinners? Yeah, Sinners. I, yeah, it was Sinners. <laughs> I'm, in, um, I'm, I'm in the mud, bro. <laughs> yeah, but basically but but all other six teams all are one in one in matches so far. Um which is basically saying it's gonna be extremely fucking close. And I also don't think that Sinners uh like I mean they did underperform to what they can do, so I don't think you can write them off yet as well i think yeah, they i mean first game was close the first game was close for them between them and carmen corp it, it was four to two but really should have been like it really should have went down to the last game because it was super close uh two two of the maps it was just like a coin flip at the very end uh because yeah. were like in, in match point position for both games um and then what happened in big i just don't know what happened because they were gifted in the very first map like three eight two two aces in a row and a victory and then they threw back two aces in a row and a victory right back to big and i think it uh granati's foot pedal yeah it broke but that didn't affect the second game granati had brand new foot pedals in the second yes yeah so the first loss uh, the first loss we can uh, point for big with we can point to granati's daggone foot pedals he's always having issues with his foot pedals no, no, no. You, 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 you can't you, you can't say they lost because of that i mean obviously yeah, yeah. it's it made it really hard for for granati to continue playing but you can't say automatically because you don't they they, they clearly went the favorites either way maybe they they, they had chances technically of course and those chances were ob obviously ruined by by the by the thing broken. But just saying, yeah, they uh, they lost the match because of that is also maybe a little bit wrong. No, I mean I it happened mid match mind. and they were already behind as well. Uh. So, but but yeah, that, that obviously is not the big. It's not helping you if your foot pedal is breaking. The first fucking time that the like, I mean, I want to say this because Granadi goes to Arcadia, forgets his foot pedal. Yep. How? Yep. Yep. First of all, how? Yep. Then Granadi, mm -hmm. Granadi goes uh, uh, goes to 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 the big house to like have this training thing with with Masa. I don't I don't remember what it was, but he Wait, actually had that? to cancel his he cancel he had to cancel his train and had to drive by car because he also forgot any something. And I think it was everything. I think he just went there without without everything basically. I don't remember what, what that was. And now finally he has everything that he needs. <laughs> And his battle is breaks. I don't know. Like this guy and in tech is uh, maybe a, a little bit of a problem. But yeah, I mean yeah. they they, they fixed it. Granati, no no good teammate. No, if no, I no. remember correctly, <laughs> not even that. I don't know if you mentioned it, but when he went to the oh, boot you know. camp, uh, he when he went to the boot camp with Masa for like their like mini big boot camp for. Uh, for like the Trek yeah, Mini World Tour. That's what I mean. Like the, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he forgot. He forgot something he or and they had and like big had to provide him a wheel a, a whole setup too so yeah homie what is like get your act together 
Masa like Masa. tilting tilting into the next century because of that too. I'm sure. <laughs> you, if you if you have some time, you should go on Twitter and, and go and find the the post. The where one Granadi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Granadi yeah. is Granadi is going down to to look at his foot battle. He's he's taking it apart, looking That's at it. Masa. He's laughing for some reason. He's laughing and you, and the, the dead fish. The, the look from Masa. He's he was just like. Bro, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. That, that, is, that, that picture is amazing. Uh. Oof, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Uh, ITB. Uh, I want to talk about them because they, they are an interesting kind of like... They're a super interesting duo. You have Mime Elkon. Mm -hmm. Many complained about Elkon saying that Elkon was not ready for TMGL. I completely disagree. I think that Elkon is prone to more mistakes, but overall, there's multiple rounds, and especially multiple instances, especially over this weekend, where Elkon was able to actually carry Mime. So, to the haters, I think you need to chill. Oh, uh, and uh, on the on the screen now, uh, on our stream, uh, you can now see the, uh, the the meme where Elkon is, uh, Granati is smiling about his uh, pedal being broken, and Masa is literally like, bruh. Are you fucking kidding me now? For the ones uh, listening to the podcast, not live on Twitch or on YouTube, but uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to find. You just have to go to the to Twitter and to Big. Yeah. Uh, or Granadi's Twitter. Yeah. You can go yeah. to Masa's or Granadi's. It's Granadi. It's on Granadi's Twitter. But yeah, it's uh, it's a work of art. It, but, it, is, uh, it is beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, ITB. Um, back back on that topic. I think Elkon is doing really well for himself. I would oh, yeah, be, definitely. if I was on ITB, the only, you know what I would be scared of? I would be scared of uh, my team manager forever because I feel like anytime <laughs> they lose, I just see forever start molding in, uh, in a certain discord. And I would be, like in, in League of Legends, I don't know if y'all know. Uh, uh, in League of Legends, there was a meme that, uh, for, for anyone who knows, uh, tel uh, T1, uh, SK Telecom T1, uh, at the time, especially during like their super good years, they had their, a uh, coach. It was a Korean coach named Keikoma. If you know Faker, the esports player Faker, yeah, that team. Um, so they had a coach named Keikoma and it was a joke. Every time that T1 lost, uh, they would say Keikoma's belt basically saying that the team was getting whacked with the belt every time they lost. And I feel like that's what happens <laughs> when, when, when I think why you did it before. I feel like forever just gets out the belt because I could you not. Know, he's like, why are they trolling? <laughs> it's so funny. Gladly for esports, you don't, you're not physically next to each other in Trackmania yet. Mm -hmm. Like maybe on the big stage, maybe they have to be fearful of that. But until they will meet again physically, I think maybe forever will have, uh, you know, uh, got his tempo again. You know what else? <laughs> I think that people saying, <laughs> people saying like, oh, they are disappointed. Like, dude, it's the first week. Yeah, you yeah, cannot you, you cannot have like full opinion on what team is gonna perform and what's not or what's gonna happen in when is it just the first week, you know? Like okay. in the middle of the tournament, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like don't underestimate it. Like obviously Trackmania you have a lot of practice that goes into it and it's very skill based. But at high level it really is like keeping your head straight and um 
it's it's so like just just the mentality behind it. I mean, as mm. as in all big sports, of course, there is a big mental part involved in driving as as well as you can. But I think it's easy to underestimate how actually hard it is to perform under pressure every single time. And the pressure it doesn't stop. You know, it just gets bigger. And if you start messing up, then that can easily go into your head. And then basically the weekend is kind of ruined. But at least. You know that that's why like sometimes you just have bad, bad matches as well like just just happens like sometimes you just have a bad day or a bad weekend so just because they maybe didn't have the greatest start i mean they are one one like like basically five other teams as well it could also so, be that they were just nervous i mean Alcon was the first time in I, I would i would argue basically almost all of the players were probably nervous like if you yeah. if you if you're not nervous during matches then probably something is wrong like not, or we're just doing it since five years already. But both Alcon and Mime don't do that. Um, obviously, Trackmania is getting bigger and bigger. The expectations also rise, and everything like everything is getting more professional. They get paid. If you get paid for it, obviously there's a lot of pressure. And sometimes on some days, maybe that gets into your head, and you're nervous. And some, I mean, on some days, it's just gonna be bad then. For ITB, the issue the issue is is straight up uh, just their tilt factor. I, the, it's why it's the reason why they lost their first match. Honestly, their first match was super winnable. They were up to zero in their series, and then they got reverse swept for for nothing. Um, really, what happened was they won the first two games pretty solidly. The third game was kind of, if I remember correctly, third map was kind of a wash. No wait, third map was their pick, if I remember correctly, or maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. Either way, third third map was kind of a wash, and then the fourth map is a map that they were ahead in, and then they threw super hard, and from then on, it was just a mental mental boom on on their part that they just they were tied at two to two, and then they just gave up two maps afterwards because they were both tilted. They were making mistakes no. that they shouldn't have made, and it was just overall just. A, a disaster towards the end so um but i mean they fixed it they got themselves together after forever got his belt out and started whacking him a couple times <laughs> uh they they came into the second match against big and like stomped him yeah i mean that's big, how it right? goes right it was big right it wasn't big no no wait who did i forgot who it was but either way whoever they uh, it, oh alliance uh yeah it was Alliance, I think. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. They, they whipped them, bro. They, they, and Mudda and Soldier is not a easy duo to play against, and they stomped them, so. I was a so. surprise. I actually didn't watch that game, but not, now that you say that ITV won against Alliance, which is, like, a favorite, uh, it's... It's a surprise. Yeah, it's really For me, it's a surprise. <laughs> between all teams. It really is very, very close. So Yeah. Which is good because uh close means uh, good matches. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment. That's what we want. Really quickly. This uh the, yeah, well I I will cut this topic to a close in a second. Where's BDS in this? Oh, there we go. I'm stupid. I'm so blind on my brain. Are you even brain. listening to me? No, no. <laughs> BDS in this. Yeah, well, they are at the top. <laughs> they are at the top. But uh, the, it bothered... You know why I ignored it? Okay, listen. This is why I ignored it. It is because the TMWT graphic 
has the same color layout. It's the blue and the pink. And BDS just looks like the header rather than the actual team. Of I'm sorry. I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking, speaking of at the top, do you know who's not at the top anymore soon? Because all of his records are gone. A gun suit because he's a <laughs> XDD hacker, um, cheater. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about it really quickly, or not really quickly. I don't, whatever. Uh, so yeah, Riolu <laughs> is, um, it's not um, too much to talk about that, but definitely I mean, both a mention because it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, again, if you lived under a rock, uh, Riolu was, uh, has, uh, re re emerged back into the uh spotlight yet again and no he has not made a grand return um he is not he has not returned at all um he is still mia uh potentially flipping mcdonald's burger somewhere um where he has been uh further outed as cheating pretty much all his offline records they were able to basically determine that every single time he would use his horn, it was bound to his slow-mo. And so anytime you uh, heard him uh, use his horn, that he was activating slow-mo. Uh, also, shit went down really bad. Yeah, so basically a lot more of his runs were basically um, proven as rigged. And so now Spammy has uh, undertaken a community initiative uh, with a couple friends to hunt down every Riolu record that's left in the game and beat it. Uh, after two days of playing the records, they went from 89, and now there's only 14 records left. That was as of how many hours ago? That was at 140, uh, 1.48 p.m. So um, that was... Yeah, so there's uh, around six maps left around six <laughs> maps left right now that wow. have a record from Riolu, uh, which is pretty cool uh, to kind of see how, uh, like in a in a way, there's a bright spot uh, a bright spot to this. It's really cool to see how much the Trekmania community in general has improved in terms of hunting. Um. Especially considering that they're hunting against somebody who has cheated and used a unfair advantage to get an insane time on these maps. And now you can see that the level of Trekmania in general has raised, especially over the last two to three years, that within two days, now three days, there's only six records left that people haven't beaten, uh, which is kind of nutty to think about. It's yeah, actually a little bit of... Yeah, I just maybe want to get give a little bit of uh, insight also because there's also interesting stuff to know around that topic in general because you just said like in this game, but the interesting in, to know is that the reason that's even known now is because the code kind of has been uh, cracked. So now um, we know, I mean, I'm saying we, but it basically now it's known where the the input is stored in in replays in the new game and in, in, in Trackmania and and you know in the current game, and that was previously not known. So uh, all the cheated records and the cheat so and the anti cheat software and what what uh, what was known was only in the old games like in Nations Forever and in Mania Planet games. And now they basically did the same analytic stuff for the new game. So now it's also known that they cheated in the new game. And the other interesting fact is um 
Spammy isn't the first one that that did this because um, I know that I know that since a couple of months already. There's a I think only on Valley though, but there is a Valley server that has all the world records from from Riolo on it. And anytime some player beats the world record from Riolo, they remove the map and they continue. Like that, like the project itself and the idea of it has been there already for Valley at least. Mm -hmm. And I just love it. Like. Ah, fuck off, cheater. We're going to beat all your records now. <laughs> I like it. It's, I mean, that's the best way of retaliating against it, right? It's, yeah, yeah it's the best way of saying uh, to ultimately goodbye to this person. Like, yeah. the only, the, the only register that you had on this game that you did something on this game was your world record, was it your thing? Well, now we're going to take that out from you and we're going to put someone else's in in the position that they should be and not you. Yep. I think there is a slap on the face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in the best way. Yeah, think, yeah, exactly. I think from my perspective, it's it's kind of like in hindsight kind of thing too. It For me personally, it, val it places more value on the records that he did online streaming because those were the records that he actually did. <laughs> Wait, really? also those records, uh, like he was horning and all on, uh, online on stream and he got the records and they were all yeah, but cheated records? Yeah, but able to see the slow-mo. only cheated offline. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. cheated offline. Yeah, but so everything he did offline were, were, were was was cheated, but everything oh, okay. uh, but the things he did online were were not cheated. So that so in my opinion, it's like well, at least he didn't cheat every single thing. Mm -hmm. At least for the records that he got online, he <laughs> he got it. Yeah, real little apologist, I guess. Whatever. But like, no, it's it's one of those things where it's like. I personally liked Riolu as a streamer and I liked what he brought as a content creator to Trackmania. Outside of that, though, he's a dirty cheater and he should be recognized for that. Um, but I'm also a person. This is this is where I think Trackmania community goes a little bit wacko. I think. If it's never going to happen because I think he would have came back by now. But I'm a full. I'm complete. I'm a person about completely being uh, forgiving of people, especially mm -hmm. after they've done wrong. And I think overall, the Trackmania community should also be forgiving in in some form of way. Like it's. I think this is perfect. This is the, this is how you get him back. You you take all his records, take it all away from him, and then if he comes back, he 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 would obviously have to prove himself. He would have to. Um, he would never be trusted again but in my opinion i think that like people should like for forgive forget and move on like i think i mean the, the first step into him uh, i mean into the community to forgive him should be him making an apology ma sure. making a statement because he never did it like the moment he got caught he was like oh oopsee well uh goodbye <laughs> see you soon you know, yeah. and he disappeared out of the air. So, it, if if he wants, if he ever have the feeling of coming back at, at first, the first movement that he had, he will have to do is, hey, I'm sorry, I did a, the biggest oopsie in the gaming, uh, <laughs> the gaming scene. Um, 
and and then see if the people actually want him to come back or him making his name again. But if if not, then I it, it for me it's not gonna be welcoming. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's not a persona non grata. You know. <laughs> yeah, he would have to. He would have to basically kind of grovel before pretty much everybody and like have to make right in a lot of ways but in my opinion it's like really it's none of our decisions it's really up to nadeo if nadeo wanted to let him back they could easily let him back and i think overall if he were to ever come back it would it would uh be an event of it would be the event ever in trackmania where i think yeah. it would be uh, a I could see Nadio. I think is I could see Nadio doing this because it would be a perfect way to get more eyes on the game. <laughs> if you have this amount of drama, <laughs> come back. The um, biggest shit in yeah, history so is coming back to the game. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Riolu <laughs> probably has a much. Uh, well, I hope I hope for really Riolu's sake that he has a much more fulfilling life that isn't revolved around gaming. Um, and that he is uh, doing okay, uh, despite being a dirty cheater. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have to that talk that topic. I, I mean, we, yeah. we all talked about these kind of things back when, when the real shit happens. I mean, now uh, I think things has been, have been said about it at yeah. all. I, I, I frankly don't think he's going to come back, but uh, if he wants to come back, then... Uh, well, he has to try. I mean, trust issues, obviously, uh, trust is obviously an issue there, but uh, that's up to Nadeo, of course, in, in which way and form he may even get a chance or not. But overall, I feel like, well, um, it's up to him. Uh, I, I'm not, we're not going to forget it, but uh, yeah, well, we will see. Hey, it's not well, going to happen anyway. But... Tyler one uh, in a different light. Tyler one was an extremely toxic player. Was perma banned from League of Legends and then had a redemption arc, and now he's like still one of the top grossing like uh, League of Legends influencers uh, to this day. So yeah, that's pretty much it for that topic. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, TM twenty twenty is going to be released on Steam on February the second. So uh, Steam users rejoice. Or maybe not so much. Actually, considering... February second. Yes, it was set on February second. On the second day in the second month, man, Shorty is liking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, February second, twenty twenty three. You can you can uh, put it on Steam. But uh, if you think that's your ticket out of getting away from the Ubisoft client, you were sorely uh, sorely misguided. As uh, yeah, it will still open up the Ubisoft client. Um, it will still handle be handled through a Ubisoft ID, so you're not getting away from it, uh, uh, Ubisoft clients in general, but you can launch it from Steam, essentially, which is great overall for the game because it puts it back on the Steam market, and that means more player influx from Steam, uh, as there were a lot of players who uh, that came from Steam from the previous Trackmania games. Um, I think it's good overall. I think it's a good move. I'm very happy. The fact that it took three years after is a bit weird, but you know what? Hey, whatever. Um, well, that wasn't a deal, but I don't think that wasn't a deal decision, right? I don't Probably think it was, was Ubisoft's decision. decision. Yeah, so like, there's nothing Nadio could have done about that. So, but but obviously, still, it it, it always should have remained maybe on Steam. Yeah. But... Yeah. 
you can uh, you cannot buy standard or club access from I'm Steam. Not sure about that because I saw on Twitter. Said. They announced it on Twitter that you can't do it. They did a Q and A on Twitter, in it. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then I then I misread it because I was thinking of that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I misread it, but okay. Well, I mean, it's still good. It's it. I mean, it's mainly a marketing move. Obviously, it's good for for marketing. It's good to maybe get some people interested in it again, or maybe discover the, the game through Steam. The fact that you have to get the Ubisoft Connect launcher is for me. Yeah. Well, oh, kind of makes sense. I think. If you really thought it's not going to be like that, then I don't know. I think mostly that just was uh, how it's going to be anyway. If it's ever going to get back to on Steam, then yeah. it would have always been like this. Uh, the good thing is that now when people come to the stream and they're going to be like, oh, where can I download this game? I can just immediately say, yeah, you can download it on Steam. Because exactly. it was so it's weird. Kind of like sugarcoating things oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you can get it on Steam. It's fine. Just get it on Steam, and then yeah. then then they're gonna go on Steam. Then they're gonna <laughs> click the buttons, and then they're gonna and then they are like one step closer to already having it anyway. And so they're there's they are gonna be more likely to be like, oh well, Ubisoft Connect. Well, if I have to, whatever. Okay, fine. Or I don't know, maybe. Yeah, but before uh, trying to explain where to get the game, oh, you can get it from Ubisoft Connect, or you can get it from uh, the other thing, Epic Game Store. And, and they were like, which one? I remember when uh, I asked uh, my friend who introduced me to Trackmania where I could get the game, and he was like, oh no, just Google TN2020. And then connecting the accounts and making all this stuff, and I was like, why is this so confusing? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Now, hopefully with the Steam, it's just one click and you get the game immediately. And you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Unless you want to buy it. But just it just having one easy click, one easy access to download the game and play it, I think that is fantastic. It should have been done way before, but uh, people are in their decisions. Yep. It is what it is. Uh, okay, so they had an exclusive contract with Epic Games earlier. Okay, cool, cool. All right, well, um, yeah, so that's going to happen on February 2nd. That's going to be really cool. Um, we have one more thing to hint. Chris, did you see my uh, production? Did you see my uh, DM in the, the group chat? That would be really good <laughs> if you could pull that up. Um, so I have yeah, so one. everyone now knows. Uh, hello and thanks to Chris. He's Every, doing the production. Everyone kind of knows it's Chris. I think honestly, yeah, Chris should true. probably. I think it would be better if Chris maybe was was able to just like be heard. Hello. Uh, when, now people when can he, hear me. Okay, people can wow. hear him now. So when he interjects, yeah, so probably. that when there's awkward pauses, I think it'd be easier so we don't have those awkward pauses that Chris just interjects. He'll be our fact checker. So. Uh, Chris, our fact checker. There we go. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, so <clears throat> um, you may have, may or not have seen this tweet that I made a little bit earlier. Uh, hashtag Trackadia isn't dead. Just might have a new name and a new face to it. Needing a couple things to fall in place, and then we'll spill the beans. Uh, I wanted to make sure to include this in our podcast because Evo is um been trying our hardest to get tracadia to happen again if you didn't know already tracadia uh hotel or, or arcadia hotels uh where we had tracadia at last year um they are closing their doors uh down sadly. they're sh shutting down operations sadly due to uh insane uh 
heating costs and just uh, upkeep costs. They were billed about two hundred fifty thousand dollars uh for heating in one month during christmas and that's ridiculous that big bankrupt literally any hotel so they had to shut down operations they laid off their entire staff unfortunately that includes tim um who was the organizer of the events uh that reached out to us to help organize the event but it's not over um we have uh gotten in contact with a venue who is very 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 interested in uh taking up uh where arcadia has left off um and we are in discussion with them right now um to to see how that would fully work out but uh it would remain in germany i'm not going to say we're in germany but uh it'll be a place that's easily acceptable uh, acceptable easily accessible internationally <laughs> Um, it's not going to be Hamburg, unfortunately, because Aww. Arcadia was uh, really the only like esports land uh, in Hamburg. So it is going to have to move elsewhere. Um, but yeah, so just uh, keep keep us keep us in your thoughts and prayers as we uh, try to get this worked in. Uh, Atomic has been helping me a ton uh, with uh, getting this worked out. So hopefully. Uh, we'll get something um, down. Yeah, it uh, Bielefeld doesn't exist, so um, it would definitely not be there. Why would we have it in an Im in imaginary place? Just to move it Oh well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really, I mean, obviously, that that's like amazing news because I think everyone loves Tragedia. Well, except one guy, but we're not gonna. <laughs> Except one guy, Masa. We know who you are. No, yeah. I don't. I actually don't mean Masa. Maybe oh. Masa also didn't like it. I don't Wait, know. What but... guy didn't like it? It was yeah, rave out on Twitter. It was like saying, it. "Oh yeah, it's just a land. How was it anything special?" Oh, was he even there? I don't think so. No. Oh well, then who cares? He's not invited <laughs> to the that's next one I mean. either. I didn't, didn't even watch. I yeah, <laughs> but no. But basically, everyone loved it, and uh, I mean. As I've, I've, since I've been there, um, I've also talked a little bit with Tim. Not not really like specifically, but it, I think it was obvious that not only we loved it, but also the event like uh, Arcadia also loved hosting it. So it's kind of sad that they had to stop business. But oh well, at yeah. least we can still maybe hopefully have Tracadia again. At was, a different name, different venue, but it was, uh, it was a great LAN, and it, it should not just because of that it shouldn't stop. Yeah, it was insane. The like the positivity surrounding the event from pretty much everybody that attend uh, attended uh, the exit survey after everybody attended. Ninety five percent of the people said that they would come back next year. Uh, that's um, in, that's a pretty insane number, I would say. Yeah, and then on top of that, you had multiple streamers, including Spammy himself, that said they would be interested in attending next year. It seemed like a lot of fun. Um, so I'm looking to see if we Me can it, it, say Lamau, everybody get in here. Um, and overall, and like you said, Arcadia themselves loved it. We were the the response from the the heads at arcadia was extremely positive in fact we were one of their only few um profitable events that uh, that they had it was the most profitable event of the year 
it was the most profitable oh yeah well you, they can hear you now <laughs> um but yeah the uh, uh, amazing so yeah i think there's if we didn't have another land that would just suck overall because there was an insane momentum that went into Tracadia and then left Tracadia. And I think Tracadia can be huge. I think the biggest thing is getting everybody on board again and saying, yo, it isn't over yet. We are coming. Um, and I think there's a valid way of getting that done forever. Homie, I'm glad you're here. I don't know if you ever heard my comments about you uh, for TMGL, but I still love you regardless. Um, but like having somebody like forever ITB involved, uh, some of the pro teams involved, we're, we're getting it planned. I've, I'm working with, um, uh, Tona to make sure that it's not overlapping with any of the TMWT circuit. So okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we can have everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, that's pretty important. So I've, I'm already in contact with Tona, me and Tona, um, are, he's going to let me know and make sure that it's not overlapping. Cause it's, cause it's going to be sandwiched in between the wild card stage and the, uh, the, the, the world championship wild card stage and the world championship itself. Because World Championship, I believe, is in, is in October, and really we're just waiting on to find out when the wild card stage is happening. Because um, it's either at the very beginning of September or towards the end, and whatever that works out, um, we can pretty much slot uh, Trackadia V two in. Um, so we, I, there's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, there's still a whole lot to do, but one of the hurdles of getting somebody interested. Um, is potentially almost out of the way so we will find out more information once it, once it becomes like official like okay we're on board we're going to do this let's go um we'll we'll start we'll start teasing really early because i want to get uh because uh, everything going. frankly you like teasing right i love <laughs> teasing exactly love teasing. If, if you haven't been in evo long enough you will know that there's nothing more that gets us going than teasing people especially you yes, yes. especially especially yes. input oh yes it, it gets me happy all right Please. so q a from chat it's time it it's time to be heard we will read out your chat dings Ooh. there are 60 people in here i know uh chatting do the chatting dings um let's uh let's get a couple questions in here and yes you can add import me that works too but uh, yeah, go, let's go ahead and get some questions. Otherwise, I'm just going to start um, rambling. Ooh, question for line. I, again, the same question as last week in... Uh... Oh, it's the I... same question. It's the same question. <laughs> See, come on. <laughs> oh, here's a good question by Prohior. What are Shorty's expectations for our teams and regionals? I'm assuming he refers to Desk and Stift specifically. I would hope so, because I have no fucking clue what to expect from Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, sadly, um, I really would have liked to do more. Like Specifically, I didn't really do much at all, because I frankly, it's, I, I'm not going to go into details, but it's sadly struggling it's hard for me even doing a podcast because just sitting in front of the pc for one hour is uh uh like one and a half hours it's it's stressful for me so that's why i'm really not really capable of doing lots sadly 
So I didn't really do any support. I, I didn't support them the way they I would have liked. But I think they are definitely pretty strong. It's the first time they play together at the regionals. So that's, of course, not easy. Um, I don't know all the contender teams, but I do think we have pretty decent chances at... Uh, I, I don't know. How, you, you said, uh, Impor, there are over 100 teams registered already. Yes. I feel like it, it's, it, it can highly depend, like you said, on the on the seeding. Like, if, if it's going to be a knockout format, I don't think there are too many teams that can beat them. Like, if they are if they are playing well, they can definitely maybe even win the thing or, like, get top but like like just skill wise but result wise if they have like one unlucky match um getting like the 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 best t the best opponent directly very early on then they could also go out early but skill wise i would definitely say they have very good chances the the goal for them is to make uh at minimum the, the i mean i know their aspirations are to make it all stars but uh, the goal at minimum that I have set for them, um, that because I believe it's completely doable for them, is to make it to promo relegation because that's the top eight seeds from EU. Um, from yeah, yeah definitely. And I think they are entirely capable of doing so. Um, I think, I, I know there's concern regarding our duo. I know that uh, many people have confidence in Deska. Deska is a fantastic player. Um, I know that there's concerns regarding around Stuffs um, because he's very unproven, but Stuffs is very young and he's very moldable. And I think putting him with somebody like Deska, who's very talented and very, very mentally even keeled and supportive of his teammates, um, I think is a great duo. And Stuffs actually has the pace um, to keep up with Deska, and in some in some instances, especially on uh, one map, uh, one or two maps, he has the pace uh, a better pace than Deska. So I think overall they're a good pair. I mean, we'll have to see once once uh, once it actually happens. But uh, yeah, I think overall that is um, uh, good to uh, take note of. Um, the question. Uh, uh what, what was it any opinions on reddit mods banning look at my medals posts uh i mean chris is a reddit mod so technically he was probably part of this decision a very big part um he, i mean it's whatever i think it's fine i guess it, it is it was spammy it's like look at my medals oh my gosh i got the medal here it's like okay cool bro like get a world record i don't know man like <laughs> Everybody yeah. should get an author medal. I man. mean, the new people, of course, get get happy when they get medals. I myself, which is last season, I got all the medals. You know, all the AT medals for the first time. I was happy as hell. Yeah, that can be. But a, that can be it, in a in a super thread, though. Yeah, but yeah, in a super thread, but but not making a thread just because you got all the medals like a spam. I think that is it counts as a spam. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, like to, if you it's like it's it's nice for them, but it's also not really it's it's not really content. Like you're not gonna be there and like con like congratulate every single one doing it. So it's like oh yeah, great for you, and I'm happy that you want to tell people. Obviously, you you would want to do that, but. From an outsider's perspective, it kind of looks like spam. Like you just sc scroll through them, you don't even mention them, any you don't even like notice them anymore because yeah, well, it's one of those again. You just scroll past. It's not not really befitting of uh, of of like 
Reddit threads. Like, what do it in a mega thread, and that's totally fine. Then I would yeah. like to. I would like to see the Reddit, uh, the subreddit, actually be a little bit more diverse in content too. I think right now it's just kind of one note, and I, I think. I think overall, it, especially with TMWT back in, I think it's going to be a little bit more interesting now. Um, but for longest while, it was just like, look at my look at my run where somebody thinks they did a cut and it wasn't a cut, and it was just like, oh, that's that's the most annoying that's thing. Annoying. Do you guys <laughs> think this is maybe a cut? Ninety nine percent of the time, no, because if you it's think it's a, a cut. Slow, it's probably nice not a cut. Like, like it's still. Like, to be honest, I still like those because it was interesting. Okay, what does he think now is possible? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like looking at those, to be fair. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't mind them. True. Uh, question from Insanity TM. Will forever be an Evo Dirt mod? That is a no. Uh, because <laughs> he would just turn my server into nothing but tech dirt and competition dirt. And the dirt server and all our servers are meant to have variety of the said uh surface and style so that is a no i love you forever still regardless um what, there was a really good question that i saw somewhere um can i have an evo sweater uh chris already answered it but uh there's a merch store that will be coming uh sometime this year uh tm um do you think end of stage one there will be a switch of teams, one or two teams at TNCL that drop out. I would say, yeah, I would probably say, yeah, because I think there were some, t uh, some duos that could be argued that probably were picked up because a friend brought them up or down. And they, th those duos may not necessarily work out in the way that they think it would, but and I'm not going to name the names. I'm just making a general statement. I think overall, I think some of the duos were just kind of slapped together uh, for reasons, and they may not necessarily work out as planned. But I mean, all of a sudden, you had to find a teammate. It's not the easiest task because obviously yeah. everyone and, and you know you have to find a good teammate on your skill level. <laughs> yeah. So that that is that is our opinion. I think. Uh, you missed the drama forever, by the way. We, we talked about that at the beginning. Uh, what, 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 uh... What? <laughs> no, forever says we need drama for the views. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, We're yeah, talking yeah. about a bit of drama. It's, it's a small, tiny one. No, 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 all good, all good. Nothing, I, nothing. I, I think we're fine. I, I mean, I don't think, I, like, it has... It has nothing to do with any of the duos, and I really yeah no. You know, we, we can talk. We can have a talk about that, uh, about the duos and what we think they gonna do well, which ones are gonna keep, uh, which ones are gonna Possibly move, and it. stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think that'll be an interesting uh, conversation to have towards like at, at the end of the at the I end. Would, I would definitely end, yeah still, again. Definitely. I would definitely love to have that though because I think that that's a perfect time to have that conversation too because like i'm i don't mind saying hey this duo sucked it's time to get out of here i mean if, for if me, a team sucks then i think it's fair to to say it i mean yeah. you, you or, don't necessarily have to put it like that but or uh, if some people like a, to put things like that or if an org is a total joke and they're just a disgrace to the trackmania community they should also see their way out uh more news yeah well let's see how that uh, how that uh, <laughs> develops in the yeah. next week 
I'm uh, inter I'm definitely um gonna take a look. Do you think the unknown ice bug will be fixed before next campaign? I have no idea what you're talking about, Pro Prohort. You know, it's clear what? that I Hort, yeah. Uh I it's clear that ice is perfectly fine and there's no issues with it. Um I have no idea what you're insinuating. <laughs> Um, yeah. why are so many surprised BDS did good in TMWT and aren't they the players with the most TMGO playoffs? I don't think that's necessarily true across the board. Cause I think many thought that BDS would do relatively well. I believe everyone think that each team is going to do well. Like it's, it's really hard to think uh, one team is going to perform badly. It is a hard thought to have. Ask virtual. Ask virtual. We need the, the opinion of virtual. We need the opinion of virtual. All right, easy. That's 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 a very easy task because uh, virtual is uh, not very busy and he instantly responds to all of our messages and uh, would be very happy to spend at least five hours with us in voice directly now. Um, I mean, <laughs> it would be interesting to like. I mean, we we did talk about it. Maybe we're gonna have one or two guests in in, in some episodes. So having virtual as a guest would obviously be a very cool idea, and maybe we can do that. Maybe if that works out, but uh, yeah, it's uh, not very easy getting a hand on virtual. I mean, get, getting him to respond, like talking to him is is, is possible, of course, but uh, uh, we will see. Like he's obviously very busy with a lot of stuff, so he's not going to say yes to everything and everyone anymore, probably. Um... We will see. Maybe we will try that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the last question that we are going to take. Uh, I mean, there isn't any more questions after that. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall just BDS, they did really well. I expected them to do well. I think it's just the French, the French effect where it's like the French players are generally good. You just don't know where they're necessarily going to land. Like, I think everybody expects the French duos to do well. It's just kind of they... It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like face blindness when it comes to like when you see a group of people that look very similar or like and in, in this case everybody has a French flag so we're just going to use that as the example when you it's kind of face blindness to you it's all kind of the same yes they're different players they're all different people they have different personalities and etc 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 but at face value they are all french and so it's really hard when you come at this like face blindness perspective of like who's going to be better you don't know so i i think overall that's that's why maybe some people underrated them but bds is perfectly fine and uh them any of the french teams if they were to perform way better than everybody else that's not surprising and if they were to underperform that's also not surprising because we just don't know i think generally we assume they will do well but yeah, it's it's uh it's hard. I mean, to did tell. I assume they are gonna do well? Yes. Did I think that they're gonna beat Pack and Carl? No. But uh, it is what it is. It's it's all you can't always. It's always hard, like having expectations, especially with this new format and everything. So yeah. I didn't have really specific expectations for both teams, apart from the fact that I still think that Pack and uh, Carl are gonna win. But we will see. Maybe not. Maybe BDS is going to win it because uh, now they are leading. So, they're leading for the first week, so until like three more weeks, 
no one knows. Yeah. True. We'll find out. We'll we'll have more to talk about next week. We've already gone over our time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, really quickly, make sure you tell your friends to watch our podcast. We we got a nice, decent amount of viewership here. I would love to see more. I definitely think we'll start getting some uh, special guests in here over the next couple weeks. Make sure to check out the the link plopped in by Chris there. That's also links to our Spotify and everything. For those listening to Spotify, thank you so much. That's really cool. Um, and oh, your favorite podcast platform. Um, if you, if you're just a podcaster, also make sure to check out uh, us live on Twitch so you can kind of see what we're doing as well. Um, we will try to keep our our content as friendly as possible to Spotify, but I think in some instances that it may not necessarily always be possible, depending on the subject. So make sure to uh, diversify your portfolio when it comes to uh, your media consumption. Uh, I yeah. think we will be capable of keeping things in a way where it's perfectly fine not having the video, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be our goal. Mm -hmm. But in case, diversify your portfolio anyways, because I told you to. Um, yeah, so am I forgetting anything else? Yeah, well, we'll likely be back sans any any issues. Our plan is always to do it every every Thursday at nine o'clock. Um, and so make sure to uh, set your timer, do the thing. We'll be back again next week. Uh, everybody say your goodbyes. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching.